Thank you for joining us for the Friday edition of Main Thing Radio with Pastor Matt and his wife, Karen. Today, Matt and Karen will continue tackling life issues from a married perspective. seriously got down on our knees and we just cried out to God and said God please make us one father as you are one help us because we know that that's your prayer God that's your heart help us because we need help you know on on a day-to-day it's it's hard you get going and you're busy in life and but we must be unified we must have that unity and if all of us are praying and asking I believe he will answer it The Bible has several passages that we tend to give a spiritual nod of the head to rather than truly striving to practice them. While many of these passages are great reminders of spiritual disciplines, how many of them do we fervently pray over? In today's message, Karen encourages us to passionately pray for the unity that God desires for His church. And here's Pastor Matt and Karen with part two of their message entitled, Unity. guys I pray for us as a body this church you know we are so blessed to have Pastor Robert and Elizabeth who lead this church with unity and with love and they're transparent and you know that they go to God and battle for us of us all and so that is sometimes so rare to be found now to be in a church that teaches God's word that is like a lighthouse that's exactly what the enemy hates he hates for us to be unified. So we must, even now in this, this, this time, you know, with the world caving in and it's darkening and, and, you know, you have so much going on in your life that it's hard to just get a moment to be in his presence. But you know what? When was the last time that we seriously got down on our knees and we just cried out to God and said, God, please make us one. Father, as you are one, help us because we know that that's your prayer, God, that's your heart. Help us, because we need help. You know, on, on a day-to-day, it's, it's hard. You get going and you're busy in life, and, but we must be unified. We must have that unity. And if all of us are praying and asking, I believe he will answer it. And then when someone comes in that's new, you know, for the first time, I mean, if they could see that how much we love each other, and you guys, we are amazing because... I remember when I first came to this church, I never felt so loved before. And I just, I did, I fell in love with you guys because I saw your love. You know, Matt and I have only been coming here for about four years, but I saw that love you had, and I thought, I want that, you know? I love this church. I feel like it's family, you know? And so if someone new walks in, are they going to feel that same way? We always have to make sure, no matter what's going on in our life, remember what God prays for us, what, what Jesus said for us to be unified. 
I think that that's really the key to getting through things. We have trials and we're, we're going through stuff, you know. Jesus said, we're going to go through some stuff, right? We're, we're going to have some trials. And, you know, when I think about Betty and Dave, and I, and I think, wow, you know, Dave's battling cancer. And yet he comes and he smiles and he's serving. That's love. You know, that's love for, for Jesus. It's love for us. And what a testimony, you know. And there's so many of you. I, you know, I can't go on, but I just, it's such a, it's such a testimony to his love and, and how we can all be like that, you know, just loving one another, laying down our lives for one another. And I'm just so thankful. I really am thankful for this church. I'm thankful that God brought us here. And that's just the way that the Lord desires that it to be. In, in Ephesians 4, as he speaks that we're one, you're one together. Paul also said in Galatians 3 that you, there's no Scythian, there's no Greece, there's no Jew, we are, there's no female, there's no male. We are one in Christ. He says the same thing in Colossians, that, that there's none of these separated things that, that separate us because we're one in unity with the gospel. And see, in a church like this, we need to celebrate diversity. We're glad you're from Colombia or Cuba or, or Ukraine or wherever you come from. That, that's the amazing part. But you know, once you gave your life to Christ, you gave up your earthly rights to the, where you're from and who you are. You died to yourself and became a new creation in Christ. That means everything should be centered on the gospel. That comes first. That comes first. That's central in your life. You're no longer, I mean, it doesn't mean that you don't think about these things. I'm proud to be Native American. I'm proud of my Native American culture. I'm proud of the heritage. But you know what? When I gave my life to Christ, now I'm, a father. I'm the child of the king, and he's my father. And that means that those who are their father, they're my brothers and sisters in Christ. You know? And Jesus said something that was really radical that I think twists our world upside down was when they came to take Jesus out from preaching. His, his mother and his brothers, they came to him. They said, hey, we need to go get Jesus. He's wilding out out there. And so they show up there, and what does Jesus say? They say, hey, your mother and your brothers are here. And he says to his disciples, those, you wonder who my mother and my brothers are? Those who do the will of my father. He put precedence over his kingdom family rather than his earthly family. Because I think he understood that's eternity. We're going to be with these people for eternity. It wasn't that he diminished that, that family on earth at all. It was that he had the right focus. This is eternity. One day, this is all going to pass away. One day, there's not going to be a Calvary Chapel here. And 100 years from now, we're all going to be sitting around the throne of God, praising God. What a wonderful name. It's only possible by the name of Jesus. So we need to worship him now. Don't wait till later. Enjoy it now. Enjoy the family now. You know, Jesus prayed, let it be done on earth as it is in heaven. How is that? It's complete unity. The Trinity is in complete unity together. They work together in complete unity. And Jesus said, let it be done on earth as in heaven, that we would be the same, that we would work together with one another, that we would strive together with one another, that we would pray together with one another, that we would go through trials together with one another, that we would encourage one another all the more as we see the day approaching to link arms together and stand firm by the gospel of grace and the love that we have for one another. You see, in Ephesians 4, we've got, to see, we've got to understand the unity of the church is non-negotiable. Unity confirms our relationship with Christ. Because there's no way that we can get along with all the different backgrounds we have and come together in unity apart from Christ. Mm -hmm. So it confirms that you're in Christ. If you have a brother that normally you would argue or not hang out with, that you, now you love that brother, that confirms your relationship with Christ. The love that you have for others. You know, and, and, and why that for the church? The, another point I want to share with you guys is that unity produces maturity. And Christ desires a mature church, like we sang, that we would be a bride waiting for you, that we would be spotless and without blame as we stand before our Lord. And as pastors, that's our goal. 
And that's the type of church you want to be in where a pastor's goal is to equip the saints for the work of the ministry. It's not about lifting our name up. It's not about building a, a title for ourselves. It's not about we are under rowers. We should be the servants of most servants, that we should be the ones who desire to see you grow in Christ, that that means the most to us as pastors. That's a genuine shepherd, and I'm, I'm very thankful to have that here with Pastor Robert. But check out what he says. And when Ephesians 4, 1 through 6, we see that he says that we're one. And then it says that Jesus, who went up and he descended back and he distributed spiritual gifts to the body. And so we see in verse 11, why did he do that? So that Christ himself gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, and the teachers to equip his people for the works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up until we all reach unity in the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. Then we will no longer be infants tossed back and forth by the waves, blown here and there by every wind of teaching and by the cunning and craftiness of people and their deceitful scheming. Instead, speaking the truth in love, we will grow to become in every respect the mature body of him who is the head, that is Christ. From him, the whole body joined and held together by every supporting ligament grows and builds itself up in love as each part does its work. See, unity produces maturity in Christ. See, when he came back and he distributed, that's the thing. It's like he doesn't, want, he doesn't give us all the same gifts. What if we always had a gift of prayer? And we would just be a great praying church with probably little faith and little effect and little evangelism outside of our world, that we would just be huddled together in our holy huddle praying all the time. Now, he's given that for some people, the mother's praying hard. That's what they do. They go and they intercede for the church. You know, we have, we have women that come in early on Sunday mornings while you guys are still sleeping and they're praying for you as you're ready to come to his service, that the preaching would be God-glorifying, that your hearts would be ready to receive the message, that we would grow in that. You see, each one of us, with God has given us special gifts to build the body up. See, he doesn't give us gifts so everyone can say, oh, look how amazing that guy is at teaching. Look how amazing she is at praying. Look how great they serve the Lord. No, no, no. It's to build one another up that we would grow to get in unity in the faith and the knowledge of God, that our gifts, the gifts God's given you, spiritual gifts, that you're using them to mature the body, to grow the body, that we desire to see each other walking in unity with Christ and with one another, so fulfilling the law of Christ, like it tells us in Galatians, that we bear each other's burdens and we, and we come alongside one another and lift each other up in these times. And this, he says that if we do this, a lot of times they use this thing in marriage where, you know, they said God's at the head and your husband and your wife. And as the closer as each of them go to God, they inevitably get closer to one another. Thanks for joining us for this special Friday edition of Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain and his wife, Elizabeth. Each Friday here on Main Thing Radio, Pastor Robert and Elizabeth will be tackling various issues that we face as Christians from a husband and wife perspective. Be sure to join us each Friday for these insightful messages from Pastor Robert and Elizabeth. For more information about Main Thing Radio, Pastor Robert, Elizabeth, and Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, log on to MainThingRadio.com. That's MainThingRadio.com. At our website, you'll find today's broadcast for you to listen to or download. We also encourage you to prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. With a gift of any amount, we will send you an MP3 CD of the current series Pastor Robert is teaching through here on Main Thing Radio. A secure option for you to give has been provided via PayPal. 
That's all available at MainThingRadio.com. We'd also like to encourage you to follow us on Twitter. A link to subscribe to our Twitter feed is available on MainThingRadio.com. Again, thanks so much for joining us today. Remember to join us on Monday as Pastor Robert will continue teaching verse by verse through the Word of God. That's next time on Main Thing Radio.